0: yo 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 whether you're wearing pants or not welcome to no pants required i'm your host x3c and thanks for joining Woo! it's hella late hella late i'm like literally last minute trying to get this content out there for you guys so let me dive into the quickie july 4th it's one of my favorite holidays next to thanksgiving and i know many folks currently are not feeling too great about America and some of the things that are going on in the country. And uh, some even would like to even boycott the holiday this year. However, that is not me or will do anything to actually make any change, in my opinion. But look, there's like cycles of these things that happens, right? Like throughout decades and, and centuries, like we go through these cyclical cycles of of the same thing happening like we keep repeating ourselves history keeps repeating itself granted we're not learning from it we're just doing the exact same thing or a little different flavor or you know different group but it, essentially things are like constantly happening all over again we're not like moving into a new paradigm or changing the way we think it's literally going backwards often so you know, I often think you know this is it's related to folks who are elected. You know, we we sometimes folks get elected to office and then they go ape shit with their own agenda. You know, which is another story that would not be covered on this topic. I mean, on this podcast. But, um, I am literally like protecting like the cause, right? I get people. you know, want to do something and they feel that boycotting may be the way. Honestly, I think there are more specific things that can be done when someone wants to voice their opinion, such as protesting, which I think is legit. Um, Just don't mess with my holiday. Look, barbecue, grilling, pool parties, relaxing, summertime. Look, don't at me. Don't kill my joy. Fourth of July is one of my favorite holidays. I get it, but don't kill my holiday. And that's the cookie for today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others. So I had a conversation with an investor friend recently. I could not convince him to join the podcast. I know, lame, right? But the conversation was about the last few years in the stock market. And with so many new investors, they never experienced a bear market, a down market. These new investors mostly ex- you know, experience the joy, the bull market, the ups, and the insane increases, you know, these percentages that we haven't seen, in some cases, never. Right. And but before, you know, we before we jump too far into the the episode, I would like to say happy Fourth of July or happy Independence Day to America. This became a holiday in 1870 officially. But, you know, we know it really occurred after the war in 1776. Just to show you, somehow progress takes time and in some cases way too damn long. But progress does happen over the course of time. So just stay at it, folks. This reminds me, actually, um, as a kid, (laughs) um, you know, my family, we would always celebrate the 4th of July. And so I do remember playing with fireworks and we had some, I think think they're called like jumping jacks. This was like last time I ever played with those damn things. Um, I lit the jumping jack, I threw it into the air, and the trick jumped backed, back into the patio, then jumped into my shirt. It literally burned a hole in my chest. And, and seriously, like years later, I got a tattoo to cover it up. I mean, there was that kind of sort of stain <laughs> really on my chest. So crazy story, but it's, it's true. Um, And since then, I've only watched the firework shows wherever I was at, never participating. Nope. I ain't lighting jack. I'm not doing it again. Don't touch it. Not happening. So let's jump back into investing. And so this episode, I would like to keep it pretty quick. Today's a holiday and I want you guys to go out and enjoy yourselves. So I like to call it the new age of gambling. Yes, the new age of gambling. So, I understand that there's been an explosion of fintechs and brokerages, you know, catering to the new investor. And there's been a lot of new investors who jumped in. And I think this is a great thing. I know some may not think it's great because folks are novice and they they are fearful that folks are, you know, losing money. Nonetheless, you know, having more people into the, the game, if you will, and I will explain that in a second, is the better. You know, not to say that folks are losing their money is a better thing, but having more folks investing and having an opportunity to make some gains, or having an opportunity, you know, to secure the bag, if you will, um, I think that's a great thing. And so, for good reasons, you know, I think there's a lot of money to be made within the stock market. But hear me out. Uh, again, I'm not going to take a lot of time. The reason I call it new age gambling is because in a bear market, an investor can engage in puts or put options. And with those put options, you're seeking to make money in smart contracts, make money off of the downturn of not only just the stock market, but a particular stock in general or um, an NFT or some individual or portfolio of of stocks. And so there's money to be made there, but it's a gamble. And I think it's a game, to be honest with you. Not saying it's a bad game, but I think it is a game. But on the flip side of that, in a bull market, you can place call options. Again, these are contracts that you can place In a chance or in the hope at a specified period of time that the stock or the, sh- the cost of sh- that share would increase to a certain amount or above a certain amount or in between a certain amount. It just depends however you write it, right? So there's a lot of options out there and I like that they call them actually options. <laughs> but again, these options, in my opinion, it's a game. I'm not saying the game is a bad thing, but it's a game. And like any other game game, it can be positive and negative. Sometimes it could be flat, right? There's winners and losers to everything. It's gambling. Seriously, it is. For example, NFTs. NFTs, non-fungible tokens, have been created for almost anything. And and as at this moment these nfts in my opinion we are too early in the in the development of nfts in my opinion to make a real mark i don't know if you guys have listened to my episode a long time ago like early on when i first started the podcast i did an episode called cryptos 101 my 10th episode please give it a listen i did talk about the the specifics in nfts And particularly to the metaverse, because I really think NFTs will have a place in the metaverse, but I don't think none of this stuff is right now. This is 10, maybe on a, you know, I don't think actually maybe 10 to 15 years. I I can see where it really is going to pay off, but if anyone is jumping into the game again of NFTs right now, Hey, it's a game you're gambling. The new age gambling, and again, it's not a bad thing, but just understand that you are gambling. So, with the NFTs, someone creates something, take a photo or a piece of art. Let's say you're an artist and you design something, killer structure. I mean, sorry, sculpture or a painting, and you decide, you know, I want to to give this out to the masses, or I want to attract more people, more you know, more buyers, if you will, a larger audience. You create it and you curate it i'm not sure the full process but you can transform that nft into something that is digital and uh, the individual have a not the original but an original nft that is unique and you can take that and sell it and that's what people are doing and they're they're cashing out making money off of these things And it's not just painting and art It could be anything that folks would make money off But again it's a game Because it's, it's, not, it's not stable at the moment So you know I find it all fascinating So if you If you know it and you're willing to risk some money Then there's some reward At the end of the yellow brick road In my opinion um, But if you're not Or you're not familiar with these options And you're just trying to follow the masses You could potentially lose a lot Um, It is important to understand what you're doing. Again, this is not financial advice. I say this in every episode. However, understanding that this is a game, in my opinion, you're better served to move forward in whatever decision you do. However, as I've said many times before, I, I like to continue my strategy of investing, whether the market is up or down. With a small but consistent amount, I try to put into the stock market or in my stock portfolio on a recurring basis. And you guys can set up like something that I did, which is an allotment that just takes the money directly out of my account and pay it into my brokerage account. Every two weeks, follow something like that in in, in a small amount. Something that's very manageable for yourself. You're constantly investing into those companies that you truly, truly believe in. I think that is a legit process. I think that is a legit formula for success. Because remember, history has taught us that over a long period of time, the stock market does rebound and generally increases over time many times we've seen it you can just look over the past 30 years 40 years 50 years there are dips in the stock market but if you look at that line that slope it is increasing from left to right constantly increasing now the amount of increase the slope of increase varies there are different things that happen in the world that can affect that just like there are things happening in the world right now that can affect the stock market and affect your money overall because though you may not be directly investing into the stock market indirectly it does affect you especially if you have some type of 401k retirement saving plan out there if you have a Roth IRA or if you have any type of plan to save money for the future it definitely affects you indirectly if you're not directly investing into the stock market in some way or fashion so if you follow the strategy and you may have heard this before i've absolutely said it before as well if you follow the strategy of dollar cost averaging this is with the term that's used by many And over a period of time, if you become a long term investor, you have no worries at all. Now, there are times where you want to move money around to be a little safer, but that's a different conversation, not necessarily for the stock market. We're talking about this new age gambling. When you have money invested into the companies you trust and you believe in, there's no worries. You know that those companies are going to do it, they're going to continue to impress. They're going to continue to innovate. Those companies are going to continue to make money. So you invest in those companies, that, again, that you truly believe in and continue to invest. however much you want to invest, but just make sure you're constantly doing it. Whatever that cycle is, if it's every week, biweekly, once a month, I think that's kind of why I would leave it at, at max, maximum or actually minimum. I think if you move out, you know, every couple of months or every quarter, I think that's a little too infrequent and you may not be able to, to, you know, stay with the gains. There may be periods of cycles where there may be too many ups and downs, but if you're doing, you know, a continual strategy of investing throughout and consistently, I think you're fine. You guys would be great at it, you know, constantly increasing. Do you check this account 15, 20 years from now and you will realize, wow, okay, this isn't so bad. I've made money. It may be a slow, it may be very slow, but you really made money. So again, the killer part is it's not a quick win. And I know a lot of individuals out there are looking for quick wins or they they want to make that fast money. You got to play the long game. You want money that's going to last the longevity of your lifespan. Not just going to give you money for the next couple of years or for the next paycheck. Now, if you have multiple streams of income, go after it. Do what you got to do. Make the money. Enjoy your life don't let the money make you don't let the money control you because at the end of it all we can't take the money with us <laughs> we can't take it to our grave no we can't leave it to our family we can leave it to our loved ones we could leave it to charity we could leave it to whomever but while we are here Let's be logical. Let's think smart about all of this. Don't go chasing. And damn sure don't start selling when a market is down. You do not want to do that. Unless it's really bad. You know, and you can you you would know those red flags where it's like, okay, I have absolutely gotta get out of here. Otherwise, stay the course, continue to invest, even in a bear market. Even in the down market, continue to follow your strategy and invest. Again, that number can be any number, but just continue to invest. So I'm going to tell you guys this again. If you play the long game, this new age gambling can work for you. You jump into some options that can also work for you. Now, granted, you know, it's a little bit of a higher stake and it's going to cost a little bit a lot more depends on the stock you're purchasing, it may cost you a lot of money. But if you have a discretionary income to spend on it, hey, pay yourself, pay your bills, pay yourself for the future. Take that dollar cost averaging on whatever cycle, recurring schedule you want to follow and invest in the stock market. Enjoy the ride. Hopefully success along the way. And until next week, guys, thanks for listening to this podcast today. Now head to the pool. Enjoy a Mai Tai on me. It's free, the first one. Remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No pants required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace.